Hey, C3 family, welcome to day 21, our, our final day of November fast. Today, our theme is you become your offering, so let's dive in. Most of the time we think about an offering as something we gather, something we give, something that makes a difference, and that thing then releases the flow of God's generosity back into our lives. That's completely normal and reasonable. But today I'd like to suggest that there's an additional aspect of your giving that you may not have considered that will impact your life after the offering has been made. So here goes. Your offering is actually a blueprint for the future that you want to experience. What is given and how it is given is a prophetic declaration that will ripple into your future and cause you in a strange way to become your offering. The prophet featured in the book of Malachi speaks articulately on all things tithe and offering, and it's worth reading a time or two every year. In the very first chapter of Malachi, he rebukes the Israelites for giving sacrifices to God that are complete garbage. He yells at them for offering what he refers to as being polluted sacrifices placed on God's altar. And then the question comes, well, how have we polluted God? And Malachi responds, when you offer blind animals in sacrifice, is that not evil? And when you offer those that are lame and are sick, is that not evil? Present that to your governor. Will he accept you or show you favor? After that, he goes on to say, entreat the favor of the Lord that he may be gracious to us. With such a gift from your hand, will he show favor to any of you? I would say that a garbage gift gets a garbage response. I can tell you that after 35 years of pastoring, I have seen my fair share of people wanting to donate things that they no longer want to the church. Things that are outdated, things that are no longer of any practical use. They're completely out of style. Many times they don't even work. The truth is many of these items belong in the trash, but sometimes the giver wants the church to do that for them while providing them with a tax deductible receipt for their less than generous generosity. Well, I think it's interesting to note that Malachi goes on to say in verse 13 and 14, you bring what has been taken by violence or is lame or sick, and this you bring as your offering? Shall I accept that from your hand, says the Lord? Cursed be the cheat who has a male in his flock and vows it and yet sacrifice to the Lord what is blemished. God goes on to say, for I am a great king, says the Lord of hosts, and my name will be feared among the nations. Now, if you don't already know this, God required people in the Bible who were going to offer a lamb from their herd as a sacrifice to give the very best lamb from that herd, perfect in every way, without blemish. They were forbidden from giving him sick, crippled, or scrawny animal sacrifices. To understand why is to understand what the sacrifice was for. Sacrifices were a response to God for his goodness, a way of showing appreciation for what God had done. God has given to all of us the best of all gifts, the life, the death, and resurrection of his sinless son. And that action is deserving of an appropriate response, not the worst of the herd. But secondly, and more importantly, a sacrifice was a way of asking God to open the door for a future with his blessing on it. 
Symbolically, we see imperfect people offering a perfect sacrifice with the hopes that the perfection that is contained in the sacrifice be imputed back into their lives, making their lives better. Old Testament sacrifices were made by dirty people looking to be clean. That wasn't possible with a polluted or dirty sacrifice. Only the best from the flock or the purest of sacrifices could then make them pure. And the same is true today. The generosity of our offerings unlocks the opportunity for us to become even more generously endowed. Garbage given invites garbage to flow back into your life. You will become what you're giving. Give your best and become the best version of you and live your best life. Well, this is the end of November fast. Let me be the first to say, well done, good and faithful servant. Now your challenge today is to leave in the comments below your top five takeaways from November fast. And after you do that, copy and paste those into your journal. It'll be valuable as you come back to it. After that, finish up those last couple of chapters in the book of Proverbs and the final chapter of John. Then spend some time personalizing that prayer outline, praying over it, and especially over today's theme. After you've done that, let's look back over the entire previous 21 days and offer the burn of those up to the Lord. And let's ask the Holy Spirit to breathe fresh on our lives, not only for today, but for the new year to come. Let me pray for you. Father, I thank you for um, the, the, the long suffering of those who have participated in this journey. Lord, I thank you for the topic of generosity. Lord, your generosity is so clear and we want to become like you. I believe that next year is a year where our people will experience generosity from you in a way, in ways that they've never experienced it, regardless of what the news media is saying we can expect. I believe we can expect your increased generosity. And Lord, we really want to be able to respond appropriately. So these principles will hopefully better position us to respond correctly, to respond in a way that continues that flow for years and years to come. Lord, I thank you for our church. I thank you for the clarity that individuals have experienced, that I've experienced, and that the whole group has experienced that will impact not only individual lives in a, in a better trajectory, but also, Lord, that will corporately and collectively cause the church to read, reach better destinations because we've We've read the roadmap in advance. You've revealed some of what we can expect and how to go about uh, journeying to those destinations you have for us. Lord, I pray you bless all of our church. It's in Jesus' name I pray, amen.